This week on Dueling Review, it's Elvira meets Vincent Price number one from Dynamite Comics. The two titans of horror and comedy unite in comics for the very first time. Elvira is back with her most historic and greatest co-star ever. The ghost of Vincent Price is a spirit with a mission, and only the Mistress of the Dark can help. The apocalypse is coming, and it's going to be live streamed for a binge-watching, but a long-lost movie can save the world. Only the movie star Spectre and the horror hostess with the mostest can find it in time. Thrills, chills, and all sorts of terrible puns await us in this week's Dueling Review. Let us do a happy time show for all of our listeners in listening land. Hello, people who are listening in the in the recorded version of this show. But more importantly, yeah. hello to the, all the awesome people who are hanging out live in the Discord server, listening to us record this show live, 8 o'clock p.m. Thursday nights. Only for our patron members. You can find out more about how to connect your Patreon account to your Discord, and then you can come and listen to us live, talk about uh, the movie theater uh, history. I was doing that before the pre-show. We are talking about uh, some of the pros and cons thrown out by the National Association of Theater Owners uh, in regards to the uh, uh, to the same-day release on streaming. I think everybody had a good discussion on that. But for people that did get to take part in that, we're here to talk about Elvira meets Vincent Price number one from Dynamite mm. Entertainment. Matthew, your cousin. In well, a comic book. Repeatedly. Keep in mind that it was my mother who said this, and my mother does have some, you know, fanciful thoughts and and things. So, yeah. But yes, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, meets Vincent Price, uh, known for really, really nice velvet jackets. This is, I'm just going to say this, this is a cheesy comic book. <laughs> this book is, is full of cheese. If you are someone that grew up, and I don't remember the last time that I ever saw Elvira on TV, I remember mm-hmm. it was probably in the in the 80s uh, when I was still living with my parents that I saw Elvira on TV. So mm-hmm. I know her shtick. Uh, but then again, back in the, you know, back in the early days before, well, maybe a little bit after cable. Well, definitely after cable came out, but before we just got into the home media aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically every television channel had a person that would host their Friday night movies um, or there was some nationally syndicated show that would go around with a host that would introduce the horror film. And then, you know, the local television station could run commercials where the commercials needed to be. And Elvira was certainly one of those. So mm-hmm. from what I remember, Elvira's stuff was, was fairly sticky, right? She was not somebody who was there trying to be serious or create something that was super horrific. Oh, no. And so I feel like just from this first issue, I feel like they've captured the goofiness that was the Elvira mistress of the dark experience. Oh, absolutely. Elvira is all about camp and uh, mm-hmm. boob jokes and, yeah. you know, making fun of the material, but in a loving way. Yes. Uh, the locally we had uh, cremation mortem on. Oh, yeah, I remember her one. too. Yeah. I remember her after they yeah. got rid of the uh, pedophile guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was actually before uncle Ed, oh, but okay. nonetheless in that, in that same, you know, cause uh, Elvira came around because they wanted Vampira to come out of mm-hmm. uh, retirement and Vampira was not coming back. But yeah, I remember when she was all over, you know, commercials and MTV and everything. And I want to say for a while, she worked on the USA network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also, my did that. brain is like her saying and, USA network, her and the Affleck, Affleck guy doing up all night. The Affleck guy. Yeah. 
The Affleck guy. Yeah. Ben Affleck? Affleck. No, Affleck. That guy. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. He did up all night as well. Uh, yeah. Rupert Pupkin. Uh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. I remember him. So in this, in this issue, um, Elvira has this wacky dream where the ghost of Vincent Price comes to her with a quest that uh, we must find this <laughs> never made movie that was actually made this right. legendary, uh, movie that you can go and find apparently on the IMDb. I didn't go to see if it was actually there or not. Uh, I did. I couldn't find it. Okay. So. But, uh, if they don't find this movie and prove that it exists and, and show it, then not only is Elvira's career over, but, uh, Armageddon will be a- unleashed upon the world. Through unclear means, because Vincent never actually explained Well, I mean, uh, Amun-Ra shows up at the end of the issue and is like, uh, pretty dead set on destroying the world. So I think that the, that that's, uh, that that seems pretty, uh, definite right there. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I really appreciate the, the setup here. I like the opening gag where she's trying to sell a show to dead flicks, which is totally yeah, not yeah, Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And then they, then the, and her manager turns around and sells it with a younger steals looking. the idea with a younger girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's ugly, but I really kind of appreciate the fact that this apparently continues continuity from the previous, uh, IDW Elvira books. So if you want to yes. know how we got here, apparently you get to go back and there's like three or four trade paperbacks that you can read, which is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I also appreciate one important thing. We say this every time there's a big crossover, what's the MacGuffin? How do they get them together? And this one is like, Hey, Vincent's dead. Oh yeah. It's totally a dream. Yeah. Oh, or, it's a dream. Yeah. And he's a ghost. He's also a ghost. Uh, yeah. 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 The ghost came to her in a dream and I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I want to know, first of all, is there a Vincent Price estate? And second of all, did they sign off on this book? I'm almost certain there is, but I'm almost certain that they, if there is, they signed off on it because these are true likenesses in here. Oh yes. This is, this is not just Vincent. This is Vincent in his most iconic roles. Yeah. Multiple. Because so we, we see him in a younger him, and an older and, and others. Yeah. Yep. The haunting of Hill house version. And then we transition to the seventies version. It's, it's really well drawn. It looks like Vincent price. Which is weird because Elvira looks like Elvira without actually looking like the real Elvira, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. So uh, overall, I enjoyed the campiness of this. I thought it was fun. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, Elvira fan, uh, mm-hmm. as as noted earlier about only being able to see her uh, a few times. Um, but uh, it was, this is a fun comic book. If you, if you want it going in looking for something that's all about horror or all about fright, or something that's serious, then this is probably something that you want to, that you want to pass on. But, um, otherwise I think this is, this is good campy fun. And this has a lot of good, good punny humor. I mean, they're dad mm-hmm. joke, punny humor type stuff, but well, uh, they're all Vira jokes. There's, there's one where the, the guy is like, Oh no, he's coming. And she's like, boy, he sure makes a lot of noise when he comes. And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did they like, no, that, they, one, that, that uh, one's in, intentional. How? Yeah, I know it's intentional, but how did they get it through? I'm like, that's PG 13, man. I mean, this is not a, this is not a four kids comic book. Oh no. And I mean, anything with Elvira is going to have those jokes. Yeah. Elvira is all about the fact, you know, that her dress is cut down, you know, to Are you talking about your cousin. 
No, I'm talking about a woman that is apparently my mother's second cousin. And more importantly, that doesn't mean I can't, you know, point out that she's attractive. Mm. You know, she's also 70. So. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So you know, what? That's, that's fine. Uh, so the art is really good. We already kind of mentioned the um, the likeness issues yes. here, and I love how they captured Vincent Price in this. I love how they captured uh, Elvira in it. But I did have a little problem here and there where some of the secondary characters look yeah. weird in comparison. They almost look too cartoony compared to Elvira and Vincent Price. I think that part of it, and you know, I've only read a couple of other Elvira books, but. Elvira is very much, you know, exaggerated. And I feel like that cartoony face is what they're doing in the other titles. Mm -hmm. So if you go back and read the other, because I read something Elvira versus uh, a peanut butter sandwich or something. And I'm like, okay, this is, you know, the style that they have. And that's cool. But having that, you know, that note perfect, absolute rendition of someone who is clearly Vincent. And then we go and meet Vincent's guy and he looks like, you know, kind of Donald Trump squished through a wall. It definitely does make for some, some unusual changes. You know, you, I don't know if it's just me, but when Amun Ra pops out, mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a really great design. It's very cartoony, very cool. Absolutely does not work with that almost photorealistic Vincent. Yeah. And I, I feel like if, if Vincent was a little bit less realistic in this case, it might actually help. But that said, I really appreciate the fact that even, you know, just back back and forth talking sequences, mm -hmm. really, really cool storytelling. There's really cool layouts and, you know, the metaphorical camera angles are cool. Uh, when Elvira comes back to her house at the beginning, she's like, I'm just going to sit here and think, I mean, drink. I mean, yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just kind of sitting on the couch drinking and drinking and drinking. And it's such a beautiful shot as she's lying there surrounded by empty glasses and drifting off. Mm -hmm. Like just, I mean, that sequence feels kinetic. It's weird. You can almost see her falling over and falling asleep. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's really... For me, that's how you can tell how good this art team is. Yeah, and I like that they that they took the time, both the writing team and the art team, uh, taking mm -hmm. the time to drop her into famous Vincent Price, or at least making Vincent Price look like um, the very specific times in his life. So we get the mm -hmm. Pit in the Pendulum uh, story uh, in there. Uh, we get, oh gosh, I forget the other one. It's basically The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that's the other one. And, and Festival of Blood. Yeah, so getting those references and getting them right are really, really cool. I like that a lot. So overall, I didn't think I was going to like this uh, comic, mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed it a lot. This is one that I would probably just, if I had nothing to do I'd, and was looking for a quick, casual reread of something, I'd probably mm -hmm. pick this one up. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that fun. And I think when it gets collected in trade, I think it's going to be mm -hmm. something that will be something that people want to have a fun, good time we'll want to pull this one off again and again. Yeah. If you've ever seen Elvira's movie, which, you know, I recommend it up to a point. It's definitely for a specific audience, but it is fun and silly and a little bit scary and, you know, very much something that it's not necessarily adult material, but it's for an adult audience, but it's for a juvenile adult audience. Yeah. Yeah. 
if that yeah. makes any sense. This book is definitely in that vein. This feels like an Elvira project. And if you were to say to me, yes, she had a, you know, she had a heavy hand in this or approved it or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. It feels like it's of a piece with her previous work, previous work rather. Even if you go back and you're like, hey, it's a Bud Light commercial from 1993, mm-hmm. you get, you know, you get that humor, you get that silliness, but you also get that edge of this is a character who is so much fun that I feel like you could do almost anything with this because really the plot of this issue is she gets drunk. She sees the ghost of a dead actor. She drives to Tarzana. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> she drives to Malibu. Right. The signs from Tarzana because the and, you know, theater guy was the, the studio guy was too cheap to have a new sign made. Yep. And then she finds that an elder God is possessing this theater guy because of Vincent price movie. I mean, that's ridiculous, but it hangs together. Yeah, that's the thing that I like about this is no matter how crazy, ridiculous, wacky this gets, it all feels consistent and it feels like it's just sort of happening. Like Elvira lives in a house down the beach from the monkeys. These things happen. Just move on. And I I really appreciate that. Yeah. So it sounds like we both enjoyed this a lot. Matthew, tell everyone who's listening and doesn't know how this part of the show works. How did we land? with Elvira meets Vincent Price number one from Dynamite Entertainment. Well, our our faithful spoilerites, our friendly spoilerites, much as you know how the Greeks used to refer to the kindly ones or the 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 beautiful ones and not something else to get murdered. Our our friendly spoilerites went to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. They chose from a list of comic books. They said, you know what we want to see? We want to see Elvira and the ghost of Vincent Price drive to Tarzana. And that's how we got here. And next week they can do it again. Yep, that's right. Maybe next week uh, coming out from Boom Studios, you might say, hey, guys, how about you review uh, Eve number four from Boom Studios or Mighty Morphin number 10 or the WWE New Day Power of Positivity number two. That's the final issue in that series. Over at Dark Horse Comics next week, we have, who do we have? Oh, we have Hellboy and the BPRD Secret of the Chesboro House. Or if you put another E in there, it's it's the cheese bro house. It's the cheese bro house. (laughs) Number two, uh, house 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 of lost horizons. Number four, the penultimate issue there and secret land. Number three, uh, over at dynamite entertainment to Betty page and the curse of the Banshee. Number three kiss, uh, phantom obsession. Number one, that Rodrigo already reviewed this week on the major spoilers podcast, red Sonia, black, white, and red number two and sacred Mm -hmm. six. Number 11. IDW Publishing next week has a uh, smaller offering. It has Canto, the uh, Volume 3, Lionhearted Number 2, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, 285, and My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, Number 101, which, <laughs> if I remember correctly, this is the final issue of this My Little Pony Friendship is Magic run. And then I think they're changing it to something else after yeah. this. So people might want to go check It's going to be My it. Little Pony uh, Friendship is Magic. Happy. Friendship Stop is it. magic. Yeah. Stop it. Image Comics next week has a man among ye number six, uh, deep beyond number seven and silver coin number five. Also the six sidekicks of trigger Keaton. Uh, number three arrives. Marvel comics next week has, what do they have next week? Avengers tech on number one. Tech on the techer. <laughs> black cat annual number one gets a second printing yeah i got that everyone else here is too young <laughs> daredevil 33 defenders number one arrives next week that's a five issue miniseries 
Also, we get next week, Marvel August 1961 Omnibus. Ooh, that sounds pretty cool. They uh, they collect these things. Every Marvel comic, I think that's what, eight of them or something like that, uh, that mm-hmm. came out in August of 1961. No, Yeah, because I think they were only able to release eight, eight comics a month uh, because of their deal. But 150 bucks for that collection. Also, we have X-Men Legends number six. In all the rest category, we have, let's see, let's uh, we got uh, Cinnamon number one. We also have, uh, let's see, Fortnite versus Minecraft number one. That's what it is. Fortnite versus Minecraft number one. Matthew, guess how many variant covers we have for Fortnite versus Minecraft. Oh, I'm sorry, not Minecraft. Minecraft number one. Um, is Remember, it's called Fortnite versus Minecraft, versus Minecraft yeah. number one. Um, I'm going to go with eight. No, only four. Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, let's see. We do have a Space Pirate Captain Harlock number three and White number two and Va- uh, Zombie Tramp gets trade paperback volume 22. Blood Diamonds are forever. Hey, we haven't forgotten about DC Comics. Over at DC Comics next week, we have Batman 89 number one. These are the continuing adventures of Batman set in the 1989, um, uh, what's his name, Tim Burton uh, movie. So you can go check that out next week. Also, Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries number five featuring the Huntress uh, shows up in that one. Uh, let's see. Batman and Robin and Howard. I have no idea what that is, but it's a free comic, part of free comic book day. So you do want to go ahead and grab that. I think that. it's Howard the Duck. From no, no, no. It's uh, some little kid named Howard. Uh, Detective Comics 1041 arrives next week, as does Hardware Issue 1 Season 1. The Hellblazer John Constantine gets Volume 25 uh, collected. The Joker Issue Number 6. Rorschach number 11 and Strange Adventures number 8. That's a reprint of an older comic, not of the uh, whatever's going on there. Uh, also, Wonder Woman 777. Double click. Good luck coming your seven, way. Seven, seven. That's where we're going to end it this week. Thank you so much, everybody. Again, as Matthew said, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers, cast your vote, and then come back and join us live next Thursday night. 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time in the Discord server, and maybe you will get to hear Matthew say, Sure, it's only 20 miles to Dublin time. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 